You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. I'm Jade Elliott. Thank you for listening to our Baby Your Baby podcast. Today, I am joined by Margo Thurman, the Executive Director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Utah. Thanks for being with us today. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's National Epilepsy Awareness Month, and today we're going to be talking about that and also how to raise awareness for epilepsy as well. So talk to us a little bit um, about epilepsy in children. Okay. Yes, it is National Epilepsy Awareness Month. just want to say it one more time so everybody remembers that. <laughs> um, uh, in, overall, in the United States, 3.4 million people have epilepsy. Here in Utah, um, it's a little over 30,000 are dealing with it. Worldwide, there are 65 million people that live with epilepsy. Um, when I think of the data and the numbers, I also find it interesting that 33 and a third percent of those who are autistic have epilepsy. And then for the ones that have had a traumatic brain injury, one out of every five people ends up with epilepsy. But when I think of children, um, there are approximately 470,000 children under 17 years of age throughout the country that have epilepsy. And you talked a little bit about the numbers specifically here in Utah. Mm-hmm. On, a, on a national scale, where does that fall for an average? Do we tend to see more? Do we tend to see less? I don't think it's either more or less because the, because when, when you look upon it as, it's, um, as how few people we have in this state mm-hmm. versus um, Arizona. Arizona has 77,000 versus our 30,000, but they mm-hmm. have many more people. They also have more senior citizens. And so that can play a factor in that, the numbers as that well. That can in the, in the childhood range and the 55 and older. So we've kind of broken the numbers down a little bit, talking mm-hmm. about epilepsy and how many people it affects not only here in Utah, but nationally and globally. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about what epilepsy is. Well, it is the most common brain disorder. Okay, And when, when we think of, of seeing somebody have a seizure and it frightens you, mm-hmm. well, that seizure is, is from epilepsy. But I think it's also good to realize that there is no certain age, no certain race or social class nationally or geographically. We have no kind of boundaries. Uh, In other words, any one of us can get epilepsy. Or epilepsy can get any one of us. (laughs) Right, exactly. So it can be um, pretty complex. Yes. In a sense. It it is very complex. There are many different types of seizures. Uh, Some some doctors say uh, over 20 different types. Others have told me up to 40. And so talking about epilepsy and seizures, if someone has seizures, do they have epilepsy? And if someone has epilepsy, do they have seizures? Does it go hand in hand both ways? It does not completely go hand in hand. Um, 
usually after two seizures, if they can find, if their doctors, by doing the correct analogy of it, looking into it, if they can find no reason for it, then it is diagnosed as epilepsy. And when does it all begin for most people? Because it can come at a number of different age ranges. Yes, it can. When do you most see Well, epilepsy? about 50% of the cases of epilepsy begin either in infancy, childhood, or adolescence. So on Margot, things kind of birth to maybe 12. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And some of the causes. We know that it can kind of just appear, but there are some causes mm -hmm. um, that, that can evolve into epilepsy. Well, when I think of, of, of the children or the babies, mm -hmm. before age one, it could, it could be a, something done right at the illness, or pardon me, right as they are born, mm -hmm. uh, an abnormal brain development, a genetic disorder. We are finding a higher percentage of genetic disorders causing epilepsy. Encephalitis, which is an infection of the brain, mm -hmm. or meningitis, which is an infection of the membranes covering our brain. And then the febrile illness has a related seizure or a febrile seizure. That's the terminology used with babies. And so talking about uh, some of these causes of epilepsies in babies or younger children, mm -hmm. do, they, do they continue on the same kind of cause spectrum as people get older and develop epilepsy, or are some of the causes a little different? Well, some of those can still cause epilepsy throughout the whole age span, um, but also some, some people, um, a certain percentage, have, have a brain injury mm -hmm. or numerous concussions, and then down the, down the road, that brings a seizure. As a little child, I fell off a horse, hit the left side of my head, and about a year later began with seizures. Wow. So, And how old were you when that happened? I was uh, eight, and the seizures came on at about age nine. Uh-huh about a year later after mm -hmm. that. We talked about some of the causes of epilepsy, mm -hmm. specifically in uh, children and, and smaller children and newborns, and one of those causes is a febrile il illness-related mm -hmm. seizure. Talk to us a little bit about what those febrile seizures are. Well, they're a seizure, okay, and they're probably a convulsive seizure, one that um, when you see it with adults, you see it as a tonic-clonic, but so it's a convulsive seizure. And, and it's kind of the type that uh, all seizures are scary to watch mm -hmm. and be around, no matter what your knowledge, but a convulsive seizure can be very scary. But you do have to stay cool. You've got to stay calm so that you help the person correctly when they're seizing. And as a parent, talking about, of course, how scary that could be mm -hmm. and can be. Uh, if you see that starting to happen to your child, they go into one of those more convulsive seizures. Mm -hmm. What can the parents do if they see this happening? Okay, first thing I want them to do is look at their watch or the clock and begin timing it. That's very important. Also, immediately, of course, you will be going to your child um, Try to keep them safe 
If it's a convulsive seizure, the body's moving in different ways, definitely get them down and turn them on their side so that saliva can come out the side of the mouth. Okay? Um, and then, like I said, time them. Also, if the head's moving around, sometimes it does, sometimes mm -hmm. it does not, then please find something very small and very soft to put under the head. Um, and then, since I said initially, time it. Mm -hmm. As you're looking at that, if it is lasting five minutes or longer, that is a definite 911. And you need to uh, do that, get the people there, get them in to the emergency room, have everything examined. Right. Because that seizure could be caused by many other things. And so can these febrile seizures be cured? Uh, a good percentage of the um, of those with just febrile seizures that only come once or twice, yes, okay? But um, it is very important for all types of seizures to have very early intervention, and it is very important that um, they go to a specialist on, on epilepsy and so that they can read what is happening correctly and get them on medication right away if the decision is that that seizure was caused by epilepsy. And so where are some of the places that parents can go to find resources when it comes to epilepsy and some of these different seizures? Mm -hmm. um, because it's not just the febrile seizures, of course, that can happen. Mm -hmm. There are a number of other seizures right. that can happen within epilepsy. Um, well, before or after diagnosed. Right. Well, here in Utah, even though I mentioned that we have a low percentage compared to other states, we are very lucky because we have three excellent epilepsy centers, which means you have excellent neurologists who are epileptologists because they've put in another two years just in epilepsy. And Primary Children's Hospital is exceptional for children, University of Utah, and Intermountain Medical Center. So we are very, very lucky. I, the Epilepsy Foundation of Utah gives a lot of services to the families and support groups and working with them one-on-one -on -one and training the public, police, teachers, firemen, uh, many businesses mm -hmm. so that your employers can understand it truly. Um, so we, we, we are here to help, but this state also has excellent epilepsy centers and excellent epileptologists, and you cannot say that in every state. Which is fantastic that we have mm -hmm. those resources. It can be yes. a very scary thing for it can be very scary parents and for the child too mm -hmm. to experience um, you know the different uh, different factors of epilepsy. And so we are lucky here in Utah to have those resources. And I know I gave you numbers initially but also the other prevalency to keep in mind is that one out of every 26 people in the United States will at some point in their life have epilepsy. One in 26. That's basically like looking around a classroom of students. Exactly. And, and having, person in this having been a teacher and an administrator when that came out in 2012. You looked around your classroom. I thought, oh my. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Crazy to put it into perspective that way. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know when it comes to raising awareness for epilepsy? Um, questions, uh, contact us at any time. And our email is utah at efa.org. And our number is 801-455-6089. We're here to help you and direct you and sit and listen and give you all kinds of information. Great, Margot, thank you so much. Margot Thurman, the Executive Director of the Epilepsy Foundation of Utah. Thank you so much for being with us today and thank you. sharing these resources and information with our listeners. And that concludes our Baby Your Baby podcast as we talk about National Epilepsy Awareness Month and raising awareness for epilepsy. I'm Jane Elliott. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.